This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This episode of Profile of 20 Young Poets features expressive poetry including mature themes that may not suit all listeners. We advise discretion. Profile of 20 Young Poets on Otago Access Radio, a series celebrating the literary talent of young people in Dunedin. Every Wednesday at 5pm we will hear from another young Dunedin poet about their passion for writing and listen to some of their written work. Episodes from these series will be replayed at 9.30pm on Thursdays and 2.30pm on Fridays and available online from www.oar.org.nz and iTunes. Sabrina Swerdloff, I'm 15, I go to Otago Girls. Um, I really enjoy media and film, so like that's just code for I watch a lot of movies. Um, I do debating, um, and yeah, I don't I'm not like a super busy person, but um in the future I think I'd really love to do something like journalism or politics or something around that where I can like be an activist, you know what I mean? But like I'm still still deciding. The first piece of poetry that I ever saw was actually this video that my sister Annalise showed me and it's like from the 2010 um, American National Poetry Slam or something like that and it's a video of Sierra de Mulder and I don't remember what the name of the poem was but it was basically from the perspective of the mother of a kid who had committed a school shooting and I just thought it was super powerful and um, my sister also is a poet right now and she's doing like a Fulbright in Berlin and so basically I would just ever since then I was super inspired and I was like I also want to create cool and powerful things yeah in like 2011 or something like that I wrote this poem called Cascading which I performed at uh, the Belmac um, like talent show or whatever and at the time I was like "Ooh, I'm gonna be a slam poet and I'm looking back and I'm like oh you know I wow that was a terrible poem but I think it's all relative like at the time I was really proud of it and I think that was really important that wherever you are you can like you're proud of what you created you know aquarium if I had a nickel for every drop of water in the world I would have a lot of money maybe I would have enough money to buy all the water in the world and I would keep it in my fish tank and you and I would be swimming and when you hit the glass it would shatter because I didn't have enough money for a very good fish tank I've been throwing plastic pebble stones in my glass fish house for years and years. One of the fish whispered in my ear that that would be the downfall of us all. I sliced open the fish and made flour with organ petal. My brother told me that that's not how a portmanteau word works, and I told him that I've been stringing words together on sentence necklace ever since I could speak. I've been making pearl jewelry from the oysters of your words, and someday I'll make two pearl ropes long enough to hang ourselves on. Loose noose is fun to say, but it's an oxymoron. Like, my lungs are an oxymoron because I can never be done breathing unless loose noose becomes tight noose, but I don't want to think about that. I want to think about having a fish tank so big that we could swim in any direction we choose and not have to worry about hitting the glass. So that was Aquarium. Um... It's a poem that um, I like took a lot of pride in writing, um, and then now when I look back at it, it's not the work that I'm most proud of, but I think 
it's always going to be really important to me because I think it was written at a time in my life where I was thinking a lot about being alone and I was thinking a lot about um, what it's like to kind of feel like you're in like a fish house, do you know what I mean? And you're in this aquarium and you're like, ooh, I guess I'm never going to get out. And um, it was just, I think it's always going to be to me about that feeling of being alone, but... Yeah, it's it was a pretty pretty emo poem at the time. <laughs> well, I think slam poetry and um, prose are really really different. Like there are certain poems that I read that I'm like, wow, that's a beautiful poem, but it would just sound really boring read aloud. And so I like the idea of um, performing poetry, um, but I think I am actually quite attracted to poems that just use words in a really beautiful way and are just really lovely to read. For me personally, I definitely don't think that I'd want to like study creative writing at university. Like it's just something that to me is a very personal um, and vulnerable thing and so I don't think I'd really feel comfortable being like analyzing it in a classroom um, but I find English really interesting yeah I just I don't know if I'd want to do creative writing at uni. I take English, physics, chemistry, German, media studies, and um, math um, and so you know I'm, a, I'm an all-rounder. <laughs> well I think you do do a lot of creative writing in English but my only problem with it is that I don't really like how it's part of NCAA like I think it's just kind of harmful when you take like a really free art form and you're like let's like make that a standardized exam do you know what I mean and so I really wish that creative writing would kind of be a separate thing so if anything I think like German has more creative writing because for um, the writing internals and stuff so yeah why Taddy? Like its teeth were bunting, the field spoke to me, rattled its jaw at me, messed up the lyrics to my favorite Pink Floyd song, my joints with a sound of TV static. White noise, loud, the neck over the sternum, over the pelvis, over the knees, over the ankles, and then the band finished their set, and just like that, they were all in the wrong order, ankles over the neck, neck over the pelvis, wrists over the shoulders, wrists over someone's wrist, body in someone's living room, body on the couch, body on the grass, body in the tent, eyes watching, seeing the body dancing, the fingers clicking open like mechanical flowers blooming. That was Why Taddy. It's a poem that I wrote a lot more recently. Um, I think it was just it was just kind of about feeling really like dissociative. Do you know what I mean? Like just um, I was at this like festival with some friends and I just felt really disconnected and I was really blaming myself for not enjoying it. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're kind of disconnected and you're like, oh, it's my fault. And then you just feel worse. So I think it was ju it's just always going to be about kind of like feeling a bit disconnected, but knowing that like you can still have a good time, you know? My sister, Annalise, she's a huge inspiration to me, um, and I think I've always tried to, like, follow in her footsteps, so, like, I think I only really got interested in poetry because I was like, oh, she's doing it, and she's really cool. Like, you know how you always, like, idolize your siblings? Um, and then there's this other poet, um, Crystal Valentine, who I really like. You can, like, check out her work on YouTube. Um, she's, like, an African-American poet who does a lot of activism for, like, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, and I think... Um, yeah, her poetry is, like, super powerful, and I really like it. If you are a young writer and you want to get yourself out there, like, stuff like this is really useful, like, competitions and stuff. Um, but more than that, I honestly think that, like, self-publishing is the way to go. Like, I really got, like, creating when I just went to the zine fest, and I was like, ooh, this sounds cool. And, like, I just, like, made a zine, and I, like, had, a, like, a terrible collage, and I just had poems, and it was really bad. But, like, the important thing was is that I created it myself, do you know what I mean? And I put out my work and, like, I don't know, put it around school like put it um up on like the little posters in the octagon like stuff like that just like put your work out into the public space i think is like the best way to go ocean 
all plastic prisms and refracting limbs like all it took for us to be this way was someone choosing to shine their light on us. A turtle swallowed a bottle cap and now it's at the bottom of the water and from up here on the surface I can still see it twitching. For the longest time, our dinghy boat rode itself across the bathtub. The surface tension split like membrane and we scooped the yolk of the bath into our mouths and we drank and drank and drank all roof bottoms and street darks and fires lit by homes that kept the homeless warm and the families inside even warmer. The turtle was born to swim, born to drown. These days, we're seasick even on the shore. So that was Ocean, um, and this was actually written after in like year 10 or 11 science, we did that thing where you shine a light through a plastic prism, and it reminded me of the Dark Side of the Moon cover um, from Pink Floyd, and I was like, ooh, let's write a poem about this. And then I kind of just like intersected that with the thoughts that I was having at the time about like mortality and stuff like that, and I'd actually seen on the news at the time recently there was like a house fire, and I was like, I kind of wrote a line about kind of almost the irony of like this house fire and how it's like there are people who are like it sounds really terrible but it's like there there were people who are like can't even keep warm at night and then it's like this house fire you know what I mean I just thought that that was like a really interesting um juxtaposition of ideas so I just kind of wanted to like mash that all up into one poem yeah I kind of gravitated towards poetry because I found that writing stories was just like not very fulfilling do you know what I mean like I didn't really enjoy just writing a narrative about someone else so um, this is pretty selfish, but I was like, let's write about me. <laughs> um, and I just started writing poetry whenever I was angry or whenever I was sad. And I think when I started writing it, it was a way to just like synthesize and like process my like emotions when I was like a really angsty like 14 year old. Um, and now I think I write it more that I'm like, oh, I want to like comment on a thing I'm angry about but I'm a little more able to kind of observe that feeling rather than being, like, really involved and really angry. So I think, um, yeah, so I think that's why, like, I really like poetry because it allows me to kind of, like, understand my feelings a little bit better. Um, yeah. For someone just starting off, I think the biggest thing is to just not be afraid to suck. Like, you need to write, like, 30 terrible poems to have one that you're going to be, like mildly happy with and so um, the best piece of advice I ever got was um, that it's not that um, quality is over quantity it's that um, quantity creates quality so I heard that from my sister just keep writing keep creating and eventually you'll find you know a needle in a haystack goddess I like the idea that goddess is more than godlessness that Hera has her own throne in this house of gods. That woman is more than Adam's stolen rib. Maybe that's why he beats her there to make up for God's injustice. I like that idea. That woman can be egotistic. I took Latin. I know my ego. I write essay to go, to be, to be alone. Isn't that the American dream? American dream. A white picket fence can look a lot like jail bars. American dream. Woman stays at home, cleans the bench, rocks the baby, polishes the jewelry that dear husband gave her. Diamonds are unbreakable and diamonds are a girl's best friend. No man is an island. No woman is his ocean. No creature inside of her is his for the taking and devouring when in fire. Five women have been sexually assaulted. If a tree falls in a forest, it does make a sound. It says no, and the logger doesn't listen. It says no, and the logger keeps chopping and chopping 
and chopping, and the tree falls. And when the wood is harvested, he builds his home with it. But houses made of dead trees burn pretty easily, like wet driftwood only makes smoke like smoke signals, a sign that woman is a step from man, but man is just a step from monkey, but monkeys don't come home drunk and beat their wives and hold their children by the throat, but instead of looking at this step, we say, where did woman go wrong? And woman says, like she's been trained to, Sorry, my bad, but child, it is not your bad. It is the bad of gym coach who puts you on the wrong team. It is the bad of science teacher who says you ask too many questions. It is the bad of generations of goddess being the same as godlessness. It is he thinks himself a priest in the church of your body, child. He thinks his kiss turns your spit to holy water. He thinks he can pretend to baptize you and drown you in the process. And to him, you are more a prison than you are imprisoned. And he is so... So wrong. Because you are just as much a prison as you are its warden. You are goddess in gold in a godforsaken throne room. You sound like a piano that can play itself. And he, he is played with trucks since his childhood and still likes to see them crash. He, his punches on the playground means he likes you and never grew out of that. He is hurricane inside the house, but the eye of that storm isn't any calmer. And you have got to start running. This is for all the goddesses running, like Olympus wasn't enough for you, like heaven, when you shut your eyes, can be an awful lot like hell. Goddesses running, because mortals just aren't worth it. So that was called Goddess, and at the time I wrote it just after the um, Brock Allen Turner case, which, if you don't know, there was a college student who um, assaulted a young woman, and it really, like, ruined her life, you know, it caused her a lot of um, physical and emotional harm, and then he um, went to prison for three months because he was a star football player and they didn't want to ruin his life, and um, that made me really, really angry. And I thought, what better thing to do when you're angry than write a poem about it? Um, so I wrote a poem about it, and I was just thinking a lot about how we don't treat women super well in our society, and I think womanhood is always seen as just, like, the absence of man. You know, it's like when you take a man out of the equation, it's like, oh, I guess that's what's left. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So it's, like, pretty important to me. Um and I think it's always, like, gonna be just, like, a comment about rape culture, I guess, yeah. If you want to pick up a copy of the 2015 Rattle Young Poets Anthology, I was in that. Um, I think online, like, if you go through, like, the Fringe Festival stuff, I was a speaker at the 2015 Pecha Kucha. Um, yeah, also, this year, come to the Dunedin Secondary School Poetry Slam. Um, I'll be speaking at that. Um, and if you just want to get in touch with me, my email is um, sabrina.joy.swerdloff at gmail.com. So, yeah. If you're ever scared and if you're ever kind of questioning whether or not you should write that poem or you should create that film or whatever or write that song, like, you just need to do it. And I think that that's especially important because otherwise, like, you might realize that you never pursued a creative avenue that you was really your calling. Do you know what I mean? Like for ages, I told myself like, well, because I can't sing, I shouldn't do music. You know what I mean? And I shouldn't write. And now that I'm like getting better at guitar and I'm like making music with my friends, I realize that you don't need to be good at something to find it enjoyable and fulfilling. So 
if you're if you're on the fence about whether or not you should pursue a creative opportunity, I would say 100% go for it. Like, you have nothing to lose. That was the profile of our latest young poet on Otago Access Radio. This project has been supported by the Dunedin City Council's Creative Communities Scheme, Dunedin UNESCO, City of Literature and Dunedin Public Libraries. If you would like to get involved with this project or any future Youth Zone projects, you can call the station on 471 6161 or email youthzone at oar.org.nz. This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.